I'm Mick Danzig. And I'm Hannah Hampton. And this is Not an HR Podcast. Well, welcome to This is Not an HR Podcast, the only podcast that finds it necessary to repeatedly remind you not to take any of our thoughts and opinions into your human resources office. Seriously, <laughs> do not do it. Don't this do is it. Not an HR podcast if you haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> Hannah Hampton, how the hell are you today? Oh, I'm surviving. How about you? You know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well, but I've got to ask you a question. So I'm at a little bit of an impasse at my house. Has Mr. Hampton ever got a, got up on the weekend mornings and gone down, made himself some breakfast, maybe poured himself a cup of coffee, come up and sat right next to you in bed, not offered you anything to eat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that does not happen at my house. I'm but, thinking I may need a marriage counselor because that's how I started off my Sunday morning. No, no blueberry bagel with the schmear or anything. Just Mrs. Danzig just hanging out, eating in bed, watching her show that I don't want to watch. So <laughs> apparently, that's what happens when you've been married for more than 21 years. Okay, well, now I know what to expect. Good to know. Maybe you should train Mr. Mr. Hampton. I don't know, but if you have a call with my wife, I'd greatly appreciate it. The problem with my husband and this, not, not, not that it's a problem, but he is not a breakfast eater. So he will typically wait a couple of hours after being awake to actually eat anything where I'm the person who wakes up and I'm like, give me a McMuffin. So, um, I will get up and I will be hungry. I would absolutely never have guessed you as a McMuffin girl. Oh, my goodness gracious, I've eaten a lot of those in my lifetime. Back when I used to travel a lot as a regional HR manager, I threw my lunches because they were easy, easy and not as unhealthy as eating like a burger and fries. So I'd have a McMuffin and some and some apple slices as my lunch. So that's like, that's my thing. So yeah, I, I, I love me a good breakfast sandwich. That's, uh, that makes me happy. <laughs> Well, I, I want to leave this alone, but I don't think I can. So what other bad food do you eat? Anything recently? Anything that that uh, I can judge make, you for, especially being a vegetarian? Are you going to make me admit this in front of our audience? <laughs> well, if you bring it up that way, I absolutely am. So oh, what do you got for us? I, oh, I'm embarrassed. I broke down and on Friday I had a... Uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> oh, God. Was it the spicy one that people were murdering each other over? Are you con- are you contributing to the bloodletting of society through I fast am. food? I am. It was so it's yes. So I have to say it was one of those chicken sandwiches that everyone was going crazy over. And I have to say this might be an unpopular opinion. It was all right. I was not a big fan. I don't think I'll ever do that to myself again because I, I after I ate it, I felt it was very rich, and I, I felt, I felt terrible. Like I felt bad about myself. I'm like, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> it was like the shame that I felt from eating it. And then I literally now this is gonna sound like a dis, like an eating disorder, and I, I promise you guys, I, I eat very regularly. I don't miss meals. Uh, but I literally was on my treadmill for like 72 minutes. <laughs> Thinking like, oh my god, uh, like the shame is still here. I was trying to like run from my shame. You were literally running from your shame on the I treadmill. Was. 
That is awesome. I was awesome. trying. <laughs> I was trying to run from that shame of uh, eating that. And it's, it's really funny because, uh, you know, not this is not an HR podcast, but uh, once a month, my company, we have company meetings and then we do a happy hour afterwards and we were doing virtual ones and we did one where we were playing Jack's Jackbox games online together and I had my sandwich and somebody's like, what are you eating? And I'm like, oh, it's a Popeye's chicken sandwich. And they're like, oh my God, it looks so good. I'm like, no comment. <laughs> and wow. let's, let's mark Popeye's off of our potential sponsors list now, because uh, I don't think they'll like me too much after that. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. You're working on bringing McDonald's back. I mean, we've only what? persecuted them endlessly for the last two years. And and you admitted to eating a McMuffin, which is I've eaten many um, a McMuffin. You know what? There though? you go. To the vegetarian in you, many times I would get it without the Canadian bacon. So it'd just be egg cheese and the uh, English muffin. So many a time I made it meat-free. Now, it's not vegan because there's still egg and cheese on it, but... Many times I would make it a meat-free experience. You have made me feel like shit, so I'm going to admit this now. I actually had an Egg McMuffin without Canadian bacon and hash browns for breakfast yesterday. And I was such a worthless piece of shit that I had it delivered by DoorDash instead of (laughs) even taking the drive of shame two miles down the road to McDonald's. I paid 99 cents to have some sorry sack slept down a Canadian bacon-free egg McMuffin, a order oh, of hash browns, and wait for it, meme about, I had the like, cherry pie. I wish I had that meme. It was like DoorDash delivering to your house. They throw the food down, and then you come running out like a little piggy to the to your slop. Like, wait, and you're like, yes. And, and uh, there was a great meme that talked about that. And that's kind of how you feel, especially like in the pandemic when they would just leave the food on your front porch or something and you'd they'd leave and you'd come running out excited collecting your food uh <laughs> i'm having three meals a week delivered that way i typically use uh, one of the delivery services about at least three or four nights a week i still i'm back to not eating in restaurants as i know you are as well i look like just this this hobbit like hermit that just comes out to get their mail and walk their dog and get their food that's been slept on their doorstep and i'm just like feed me and uh yeah i'm I'm pudging out a little and it's i'm not painting a pretty picture because there's nothing pretty going on here right now now my other favorite now this is from at tom or at tom body to love i don't know like who that person is on twitter but here's here's the scenario they wrote Uber Eats, you look hungry. Me, yeah. <laughs> Uber Eats, but you're so fucking lazy. Me, yeah. <laughs> Uber Eats, I bet a little piggy wants a $15 ice cream cone delivered. Me, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, just happy I'm not in a state where uh, recreational marijuana is legal because I would just have the dispensaries. <laughs> it would be it, it would be like clockwork. If you wanted to know what Mick was doing, you'd see the dispensary drop off at five, and then you'd see just the parade of DoorDashers and Instacart coming in <laughs> with bags of Doritos and pizzas. And yeah, and I just walk out, answer the door, 
you know, after they've left, of course, and I'd, I'd open the door with my my lobster bib on, <laughs> just with my fork. You ever see the episode of Friends where Joey eats the cheesecake off the hallway yeah. floor? That would just be me if I drop my order and I'd be like, ooh, uh, feed, feed the piggy, feed the piggy. All right, well, so I think that was a little more insightful than I wanted to be today. If it's not the end of the world right now, we're damn close to it. There's so many crazy things going on, and that's why we started this podcast. And I don't know, maybe next next episode we'll talk about the fact that the governments said, yeah, UFOs are real. And we're all like, okay, you know, and no one gives a shit about that. So we'll, but that's a whole nother episode. That's like a but thank I, you next. Like, uh, like the, there's so many, like, w- there's so many bad things going on that this kind of crazy uh, admission, because I'm, I will fully admit it, I'm somebody who, I love science, and I'm like the universe is just way too large to expect that there weren't there wouldn't be other life forms out there. But uh, the fact that the government's like, yeah, we uh, <laughs> we we there's UFOs, there's things that we can't explain. Is it uh, is it uh, extraterrestrials? Is it is it uh, another government trying to trick us or whatever? But uh, yeah, we're all like, mm, next, we're dealing with enough right now that we don't want to deal with that shit anymore. <laughs> well, Hannah, what's amazing about that is you and I are talking about it right now. And when we get done recording, we won't talk about it again forever until we're under attack or they say the cicadas or the aliens or what the fuck ever's next. <laughs> and I mean, like, dude, my wife and I walk the dog. I usually do the morning walk by myself. It's kind of my time. And then it's been so hot lately that we do an evening walk together. And sometimes we don't, it's not till nine o'clock at night, you know, and it's a later walk. Usually I I mentally implode by seven or 8 PM and I'm just a babbling idiot any later (laughs) than that. And so we're walking the dog and we just have these random conversations. And I, I, I pointed it out to her. I'm like, you know, did you notice that comedian we watched last night? Um, he he talked about how no one's really reacting to the. They're showing video. I mean, we've seen yeah. video of these unidentified flying objects, and I'm like, did you? And she's like, oh yeah, you you even pointed that out and said, you know, he that's that's the truth. And and I'm like, yeah, and you didn't say a word. It's like, oh yeah, I don't know. I uh. and I'm just kind of like, and that's like everyone's reaction when I bring it up. I'm like, this is kind of a fucking big deal because mm-hmm. okay. Let's say it's just, you know, war technology or flying technology from a different country. Let's say it's not even aliens. The fact that someone else has some sort of technology with these floating pill-shaped things (laughs) that can move multiple directions and stop on a dime basically means they could own uh, our country anytime they wanted, as far as I'm concerned. And we're just sitting there going... Oh, yeah. Well, best case scenario, it's just military practice. Uh, the Soviets or Russia or the, you know, North Korea, whatever, or China, since they have all the technology. I mean, there's probably 12 year olds slaving over this floating pill technology. The fact that everyone just kind of looks at, oh, yeah, I read something about that to me is fucking mind blowing. Dude, 10 year old Mick Danzig. Mm-hmm. Was just if, if you would have got to read that in the newspaper, I, my head would have exploded. I would have been like, I knew it. Aliens are real. Look. And, and there would have been mass panic. And it would have been like the <laughs> 50s horror films, like The Blob. And people are running down the street. And now my conspiracy theorist friends who are convinced that, you know, the world somehow all got together and decided to unleash COVID and are damning them with wearing masks. You tell them there's alien life out there, and they're just like, mm, yeah, probably. 
I'm like, dude, that's the big conspiracy theory. The government held, was hiding that for 50, 60, 70 years, but you're mad that you got to slap a piece of cloth over your pie hole. For... Anyway, I mean, let's not even go there. Let's no, not go I just, there. I got to say one thing. Like, this reminds me of, I think it was when Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey divorced, and they, like, released it in Thanksgiving at Thanksgiving or some, some kind of holiday so that people were busy not working. <laughs> So that, like, it was one of those things where publicists and whatnot couldn't go crazy. So they released this UFO information when we're all, like, preoccupied with with COVID and what's happening, you know, in the Middle East and all of everything that's happening in the world right now. Like, it's just too much. So they, like, slipped it in. So, like, oh, yeah, we talked about that. And uh, and it's like, well, we were all fucking pre- preoccupied. So why would you slip it in at that terrible time? But it's just like getting that getting that news out there so they really don't have to address it. That's my conspiracy theory, I guess. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. And, and I think we could like adapt that into our personal lives. Like if there's ever any great wrong that you've done to a family member or your spouse, just tell them now. They don't fucking care. They, you know, they're like, all right, whatever. Hey, I slept with your sister. Huh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Okay, there it is. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, speaking of the end of the world in Armageddon, uh, you had this great article out of Belgium, I believe, that I just think is completely appropriate for the first episode of this podcast. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's kind of where my brain takes it. It's the uh. Well, here is the story, and I... I think I got it from like the Daily Star. Is that of the UK? I love the internet. Like uh, I love the internet, and I also hate it because I feel like it, it's whatever. Okay, that could be a whole other podcast episode. But anyways, so there's a <laughs> zoo in Belgium that has banned a woman who quote unquote loves a chimp. She's not allowed to meet with this chimp anymore, and she she claims to love. Would blow kisses. Now, chimp. You're saying chimp, chimp. as in monkey, right? As in this chimpanzee. Okay. Yes. So chimpanzee. this woman has is declared her love for a chimp in a Belgian right. zoo. Yes. Okay. And this, okay. I'm, the, up, so to, the I'm up to speed. Is, um, does it fly a UFO? Because that would seem about right. <laughs> no. Sorry. So Sorry. The chimp. It's a chimp who's who's 38 years old, which is is pretty. I think pretty old for an animal, but. It's no longer, they said it's not good for this chimpanzee uh, because this has caused issues, socialization or social level with the other uh, other chimpanzees in the enclosure. And, you know, they pointed out that while she would visit, most of his life was with the other chimps. And it was really important that, that the chimp get along with the other chimps. The zoo reportedly stated an animal that is too focused on people is less respected by its peers. So they that is wanted- completely understandable. Mm-hmm. I get it. I respect us a little less for interacting with humans as much as we do. Uh, exactly. And I guess apparently this this chimpanzee had been was grew up as grew up as a pet. It was donated to the zoo when the when the, the, the pet quote unquote pet owners and I have a whole thing about exotic animals that you should not own them. They're not pets. But anyways um, but the donated to the zoo when it when the chimpanzee became unmanageable. Well duh it's not a freaking domesticated animal it basically yeah and I, I think it's the funny not funny but sad sad and funny is that the animal is <laughs> less respected because of it uh getting along with people and i have to say agree 
Absolutely. I, uh, I struggle respecting people uh, in general uh, quite a bit due to, you know, the pandemic and everything else that's going on. So uh, let's talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think there's a lot here. Obviously, the timing is the funny part. It's reminding us of what Charlton Heston and then later, I think Mark Wahlberg was, was tr- trying to convince us, been in the Planet of the Ape films. By the way, I think the chimp's name is Cheetah. And okay. it's not expelled, spelled the way I, I would expect. It's C-H-I-T-A. These damn millennials, the way they're naming their kids, it's bullshit. <laughs> but the other chimpanzees are like, listen, dude, we're about to do a world uprising here, and you're picking the wrong side. Yeah. So we've got this forbidden love story of this woman who has made the long trek at least weekly, if not a couple times a week, to visit and communicate through the partition her true love cheetah the chimp the the terrible leadership at the zoo the empire of humans that are overseeing (laughs) the caging of these animals these oppressed semi-human primates are are saying you no longer we are banning you because you're making it hard for cheetah to be accepted by his primate pals. It's kind of actually a little sad. And I agree with you. The exotic pets are not meant to be domesticated. Mm-mm. And anyone that, that does that, they're, they're, you're doing a bad thing unless you're rescuing one that can't be put back in the wild. But I'd say the majority right. of exotic animal owners should, I don't know, go fuck themselves. But if this is how it was raised the majority of its life and it just gets excited to have this specific human relationship and i don't know how long chimpanzees live but i kind of feel like i feel like cheetah's like me and and cheetah's fuck basket is kind of empty and Mm -hmm. so it's like fuck the other chips i'm gonna hang out with this this gnarly human leave me alone so i i I think that's the sad story and i mean she's what what's what's she gonna do now i mean is she gonna go go play with a mouse at the pet store somewhere until she's banned from there i mean what's next (laughs) yeah i mean i do i feel bad especially the lady said that she loved the chimpanzee which i i mean i get it like i i have pets and i love them but again they're pets that live in my house but i don't know it's uh, it's one of those things where I mean, it's a chimpanzee in a zoo. I, I don't know what you expect that to turn into. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, other than like visits and whatnot. And maybe, maybe she can go back and like wear a mask. And I'm not talking about like a face mask, but that might work. But if she really wants to see the chimpanzee, I mean, there, I feel like that there's options. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, but it's yeah, it sounds like it's it's unhealthy for the the chimpanzee. But at the end of the day, the uh, article said the chimpanzee was 38, and so that's somewhat uh, towards the end of of their natural life. So I don't know. It kind of it's kind of like when you, when you see on the news somebody who lives to be like 110 and they still smoke cigars. It's like, well, fucking let them. 110. That ain't bad. <laughs> Yeah, you know what that reminds me of? It's like you get these gold digging women that like letch on Mm -hmm. to these very older, wealthy gentlemen who are like in the last five years of their lives. They all all the friends of the billionaire are like, you know, she's just using you for your money, you know, and he's like, so, you know, he's like, why do I don't care? You know, she's having sex with me. Who cares? I'm going to give her plenty of money. Why are you get the fuck out of here? You know, go home, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. 
and I feel that's kind of like cheating. He's like, hey, I got this this lady who's crunching on me. Why are you harshing my gig better than you ever did, Chips? You know, leave well, me I alone. I certainly hope that there's no sex happening because that. Well, is... it's sex. It's cheetah's happy for the the human interaction, human interaction through the. You know, who knows? Maybe like you know, in jail, maybe she throws a boob up against the glass every once in a while. <laughs> I love you, Cheetah. I wish they let you free. I don't know. I've watched a lot of bad TV lately, but I'll let you know what I haven't done, Hannah. Eat one of those damn chicken sandwiches from Popeyes. Ah! Do not compare this to eating a chicken sandwich. That's low. In all seriousness, I mean, yeah, obviously she's a couple sandwiches short of a picnic basket. The animal has bonded with her in all seriousness. I don't, I would think the good outweighs the harm considering it's an animal in captivity. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, what if the other chimpanzees were like beating it up or I feel like Cheetah would not go up and acknowledge her if he was repeatedly getting his ass kicked and didn't think it was worth it. Would would Cheetah put the two together? Like, oh, this has to be my interactions with a woman. I don't know. Let's trust the experts. And I'm not talking about COVID, but I am talking about COVID. But let's trust the experts because they know more about animal behavior than we do. I, I guess, I guess I'll give you that. I mean, I, I figured there'd be some last COVID uh, jam in there before we, and, and I'm not mad about me. it. I've got to talk about COVID, but anyways, no. Yeah, but let's trust, trust the anim, animal behavior experts. And if they're saying that this is bad, well, I think it's bad. You know, I'm going to go the other way on this one. And I'm going to say, <laughs> listen. If this was five years ago, I think I would agree with you, but I don't know if the world's going to be around in 30 days, 30 minutes. So I say, no, I think she should be allowed to come and visit Cheetah anytime she wants. If they want to set the two up, let them hang out in a room together and see how it goes. Just make God. sure she signs a waiver first before he rips her face off, like, exactly. like the case we had in upstate New York. Just, uh, let them decide what they want to do, because at any point, Cheetah could turn his back to her, fling some poop at the plexiglass and say, sorry, weirdo, I'm not interested. If we can't get people to wear masks without them screaming that they're they're being oppressed and their rights are being challenged, what the hell are we to tell this lady and this chimp that they can't hang out a couple times a week through some plexiglass? Uh, You're not being oppressed. Okay, so I just had to get that out there. But I mean, I see that, but I still, my, my... My, my, I guess, two cents or my thought is let's let's trust the experts. And if they're saying don't do it, the lady needs to move on. Maybe she can adopt, adopt a puppy or a cat or something that she can actually form a bond with that's not going to be harmful to the animal. So, you know, there's a lot of great pets out there that need to be adopted. Go adopt a pet. There you go. There you go. There's a nice, warm, fuzzy way to wrap this up. Adopt a pet. Please be diligent and safe. Do not harass the enclosed animals at the zoo. And uh, just try to be a better human being. Hannah Hampton, this has been a fun ride. And I look forward to uh, the upcoming episodes of This Is Not an HR Podcast. Again, let me take this closing moment to remind you that this is not an HR (laughs) podcast and that you should not take any of our thoughts and opinions into your human resources office. Seriously, don't do it. We're not kidding. 
Stop winking at me. This is not an inside joke or being said ironically. Hannah Hampton, take care of yourself. Always a pleasure. 